Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he is from Yahoo Sports. Keith Smith joins us now. Keith, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Uh, okay, so for the first uh, hour of this show, we've been playing the comments by Blake Snell of the Tampa Braves uh, and, and taking people's reactions to that. Now, while I realize he's not an NBA player, uh, there may be NBA players that kind of have the same feeling as he does uh, right now at this point. And if you're a league like Major League Baseball or the NBA or the NFL and one of your players comes out and says this, I'm not quite sure how you get around that. Yeah, that's going to be tough. I think that's why these series of calls with players and then the uh, super secret, not really secret, but kind of secret call between the superstars in the league that said, we want to play, are really important. I think in the NBA, the vast majority of players are saying, we want to play. I think they realize how much money is at stake, and they trust that the league will do everything in their power to keep them and their families and their staff and everybody safe. So I think I think it's you know maybe a little easier for them because they've had a great working relationship with the league over the years to put their faith and trust in there that they've got their best interests in mind. And it recently just came out that they gathered what maybe it was a phone call, some of these stars of the league of the NBA, and these guys have all voted that they want to come out and play. I guess. I guess I guess what we need to know is what's in place if one of these guys have some sort of outbreak per team. Yeah, I don't think we know that just yet. Adam Silver said to the board of governors in their call, "We need to be, you know, united in this. That if if something happens, we need to have something in place to keep going. Because if what we're saying is one more test." shuts the whole thing down, then we probably shouldn't do it. And I think that or one more positive test, they should say. So I think at that point, that is where it is, you know, they have to come to United Front that if somebody tests positive, maybe you're going to have to treat them like they got sick or they got injured and put them out for a week or two or whatever that may be. And and you move on without them and see now if it spreads through multiple teams or, you know, multiple players on the same team, obviously you've got a challenge and you're going to have to figure that out. 
Yeah, I wanted to uh, get back. I wanted to get to the uh, the championship portion of it because here, well, actually, I hate to say it, but I'm a Laker fan. But here in Milwaukee, we was on the cusp of winning the championship, and you feel bad for them not getting the opportunity. You and I really do trust Adam Silver. I think he's a measured guy. I think he's not. He's trying to put everything in perspective. But what? How does it? I'm trying to figure out how would it work for them to play so many games and then get right into the playoffs. Because if you're somebody like Golden State, they're not going to want to come back and play. Yeah, that, there's a couple different options that sound like they're on the table. One that mm. seems to be that they're pushing is to do some form of the regular season and finish it out. We're probably not getting to 82 games. That right. seems unrealistic. But if they can get to the 70-game mark, that's where they really want to get to because at that point they fulfill the vast majority of their regional sports network contract. And that allows that money to flow as it should into the league and the league, league has delivered on that. So I think mm-hmm. at that point they really want to, um, you know, get in there and get that finished up. Now, the other piece is it's all going to be timing based. It's going to matter how, you know, when we can start this thing. Cause the other thing is there's a handful of teams, mostly in the Western conference that are still in playoff contention that aren't really out of it. They're about three and a half games out or so. Mm-hmm. So those teams want to have a shot at getting in, but the NBA also reserves the right to say, Hey, there's just not enough time to do this. We're going to take the 16 teams that are in the playoffs and we're just going to play it out as if the season ended when it ended and that, that's it. We're going to move forward with those teams because they feel comfortable saying five-game lead in the East, three-and-a-half game lead in the West. We feel pretty good about these playoff teams. And Adam Silver has been consistent, and I want to have as normal playoffs as possible. I want to have seven-game series. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to do anything that really creates a playoff picture where it's not like normal because they don't want to have any sort of asterisk attached to the champion because they didn't run the gauntlet that the NBA playoffs normally are. Yeah, my other question is, why don't they just go ahead and announce that, which will be refreshing, that Giannis is the two-time MVP? That would be something new to look at. What's holding everybody back from voting and getting that, at least get that over with? Yeah, I think they want to, you know, see it out in in their, their first priority right now is getting the players back into the facilities. And that's happening by the end of this week. We should be up over half, maybe as many as two-thirds of teams are back in their facilities on individual voluntary workouts. And that allows them to get a look and understand what kind of shape are these guys in. Are they, you know, do they need a month to get ready? Do they need two weeks to get ready? What does it look like? And let's get them, you know, going from there. And then they can do the season. And once they know that, then they have a sense of, are we going back to any form of the regular season? Are we jumping right to the playoffs? Are we doing some kind of round robin Mm -hmm. to, you know, determine the playoff team? And then they can kick off their round of voting for the MVP. None of the media has received any kind of awards ballots yet. They haven't been put out. And that's because the NBA is saying, hey, these are regular season awards. We don't even know if the regular season's done yet. We want to, you know, continue on through this until at a point where we say, all right, that's it. Now we're done, and then at that point, they'll send those ballots out and get the voting going. You know, the other thing that came out uh, today from ESPN was, you know, these top five stars like Giannis, uh, they're not going to miss any money on this. They've already been paid in full uh, for this season, which is different than the Major League Baseball players that are having to take cuts at the end of the day. So from a a pay standpoint, I don't think money is going to be an issue with the NBA players. Um, well, for some of them, it's not. For some of them, it still is. Some of them are 
are there, there's different pay schedules in the NBA. Sometimes it's it's monthly. Some is upfronted. Some is a 24 uh, check cycle where it's you know twice a month that they come through. But the really great thing in my mind with the NBA has always been that the guys at the top of the ladder, the Giannis's, the LeBrons, the you know Chris Pauls, the guys who are making you know 40 million dollars a year and upwards of that, or or you know they're gonna be making that as soon as they have the opportunity, they still look out for the guys at the bottom of the pay scale and say. You know, hey, we're on this together. The league doesn't work without those guys either. And they are really keeping in mind of if you're LeBron James, you're fine. If they cancel the season, you're okay, you know, financially. You're you're not going to, you know, be, be all of a sudden, you know, out on the street or anything. But they're looking at some of these other guys and saying, all right, I want to take care of some of these guys towards the bottom end of the roster. These guys, this might be their only year in the league, and, you know, they're making more money than I'm ever going to make in a year. But, you know, comparatively speaking, those guys, you know, that they're trying to stretch, you know, one-year minimum contract into, you know, that might be all they ever see. And they're trying to make sure that those guys see their money, you know, full as well. The other thing I want to get you on and talk about, uh, talking with Keith Smith of Yahoo uh, Sports uh, about the NBA uh, is Giannis' name seemingly is is uh, everywhere out here about, oh, maybe uh, Giannis doesn't uh, you know sign the extension this summer and then Giannis goes to Golden State or Giannis goes to Toronto in a trade or the Bucks trade him here, trade him there. Uh, at the end of the day, how do you see this playing out with Giannis? Yeah, I, I think this season was important because I think it was going to give them a chance. They looked like they were going to be, you know, maybe a slight favorite, you know, if not, not an overwhelming favorite to get into the um, – uh, finals and maybe come away with a championship. And that clearly would have helped because the argument that everybody's making is you can't win in a small market. You need to go to a bigger market. You know, go here, go here, go here, and that'll help you win. But the reality is for, for, for Giannis, I think he's just built a little bit differently. I don't think those kind of things matter. He's become a global superstar in the league while playing in Milwaukee his entire career. I don't think he needs the, the market. I don't think that matters. I think it's also important to remember a lot of times when these guys come over from, from outside of the United States, wherever they go first in the United States, that's home. And that, that becomes home. And that's really important to them. Look at a guy like Dirk Nowitzki. He never left Dallas. He stayed there his entire career because Dallas was home for him in the United States. We always hear about the draw of, you know, LeBron went back to Cleveland because it was home, and all the guys you know grew up somewhere. It's always about going home. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, this past summer, you know they're going back to LA because that's home. Well, Milwaukee is home for Giannis. The other thing is everybody's throwing out all these ideas, and it it just all seems very premature. A lot of people like to do the well. Kevin Durant went to the Warriors, and we're seeing all the same things line up. Very very different situation. It's not the same thing at all. The Warriors aren't going to be able to create the cap space to just sign Giannis like they could with KD. They'd have to do a trade in which uh, Milwaukee would have to take back some bad salary, and that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. So so I think as you really start to look look at all of it together, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Now, that big extension, that part starts to get tricky because the financials just may be really ugly over the next year or so in the NBA, and he may not sign it right away, and that's just him looking out for himself to do the right thing. So it's going to be curious to see where that all goes. But I don't think by any means anybody's telling you, you know, that's it, he's gone, he's leaving. I think that's just way too premature. Well, and the other thing is, depending on how long this thing lasts, who knows if they'll have that much money to, to give Giannis at this point if they're without fans this year and if we're still in this mess, hopefully not, but we're still in this mess for the next basketball season and the next winter uh, and they're without fans in the stands again, that could lead to really big problems across the NBA and these guys getting all this money. Yeah, absolutely. At that point, I think you're looking at the NBA 
basically they're, they're going to have to do something. I think it's coming anyway that the NBA and the NBA Players Association are going to get together. They're going to do some form of special bargaining. As Adam Silver very openly said, the CBA was not built for a pandemic. It was not built for any kind of situation where teams are, they were the league is losing billions of dollars. It's just, it was never set up that way. They're going to have to do something to protect everybody's best interests here because there's just so much money going out. They don't want to see the salary cap drop 25, 30 million. That's going to put it lower than it's been in a, you know, handful of years. And that's just not something the league is interested in. They don't want to do that to the players who are free agents this year or next year. And they don't want to have a giant uh, cap spike of 30, 40 million dollars in a couple of years when hopefully everything is back to normal and looks pretty good. So I think you're really going to see the NBA and the players association come together on this, which that's a good thing. Again, great relationship between the two sides. They're willing to work together to try to make these things happen. Thanks so much for coming on, man. He is Keith Smith, uh, writes for Yahoo Sports, covering the NBA and uh, is on the station from time to time. Appreciate you coming on, Keith. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Y'all stay safe. You and yours. You bet you. Take care. There he is, Keith Smith of Yahoo Sports and the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. As your passion outgrown your home, Great Midwest Bank Home Renovation Loan and give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.